Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Claire Peterson. Yes. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're here. I am too. You're trying to do something really engaging or active for your gold. This is where I'm going to get my language screwed up. Your gold award. I'm actually still a Girl Scout. Um, okay. And so this is a project, it's called the Gold Award, which is like the Eagle Scout equivalent. Yeah, yeah. So leading up to this project, I had a bronze award and a silver award. And um, bronze award, you had to put in 25 hours, and I put in 55 hours of community service, just like volunteering for a project set up for from your Girl Scout leaders and the troop that they set up. And then the silver award is a little bit more like um, engaging from the troop itself and you have to put in like 50 hours Mm -hmm. for that one and then the gold award you have to do completely yourself and so you have to make the write-up and you have to go and get it approved by a council so you have to go present it um, and you have to put in at least 80 hours of work it has to be sustainable and it has to have a world impact so so demanding. Yeah, it's a it's a huge yeah. project. I've spent so far about sixty to sixty five hours on it, and they're only letting me keep about five of those hours because I started it before I got uh, it approved. Yes. Because the demand was kind of more important to me than getting the approval. Yeah. And so um, the main idea is you have to pick a main issue or a main problem that you see in your society, and. Um, when I looked in our society and, like, when I talked to people, I noticed that depression and, like, suicide is a huge thing that people are, like, worried about and talking about right now. And and as I did some research about it, I learned that 15% of our high school is either low-income or homeless. And that's something that most people don't realize, mm-hmm. that not everyone in Spring Lake has the opportunity to go home and brush their teeth when they get home or wake up and floss or take a shower. Like, not everyone has that. And that's, like, something everyone should have. I think we all take it kind of for granted. So the main idea of my project is through St. Mary's and other churches, hopefully, we're going to be getting donations Mm -hmm. of hygiene products. Mm -hmm. And then we bring them to a pantry that's in our school, and then um, they're distributed discreetly to the students that need them. So this is, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is something for listeners, because we do have listeners um, sort of in all kinds of sure, different areas. Sure, and sure. so Spring Lake um, gets this... Uh, it's like a stereotype. Stereotype. And, the, and the listen, I mean, area. I think probably yeah. still... I mean, I would guess still yeah. 85% of um, working class, middle class, upper class. Sure. It's probably still pretty good. There, but, yeah, yeah. But, but it also exists. There, but it exists. And, and, and yeah. this is something I want to share with as many people as possible because, um, yeah, again, we're seen as oh, it's all good yeah. or even yeah. preppy, right? But the truth is that there is a, a population that is in need. So so you have a name for it. You've yes. named it. What's that? Project Hand in Hand okay. is what the name is and it's it's going to be good. Okay, so we've already started it really. We've already distributed about 50 bags to the high school. Okay. And this past weekend, um, my mom and I made 75 more bags because um, I spoke at our church, um, and I've been there collecting donations, um, monetary and, like, physical hygiene products. And we made about probably another 50 bags that we're going to even actually bring here today. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about impact. Um, how do, you know, how do 
first of all, how are you identifying? I know you know there are 15% here, yeah. 15% at the different schools, that there are 57, I think you said, percent at Alt Ed. Yeah. So how are you distributing bags, but discreetly? And what, so like, talk yeah. about distribution, so, if you want. Or how, do, how, do, how does this get accessed, I guess, is an important question. So this was a huge thing for me about this project, is I wanted to make sure it was very discreet. Because the whole idea of wanting it to be something that the people can take who need it to be more positive impacts in their life, I feel like wouldn't want it to be so obvious. So I don't know much about distribution. Um, all I know is they have a very discreet way to give it to the kids. I don't even know who the kids are. And the they, the they is Mrs. Hanky and Mr. Gilchrist. Okay. Um, are Office Mr. Gilchrist? Mr. Gilchrist is in charge of picking who gets it. Um, Mrs. Hanky is the one who contacts the families, and then. Um, However she distributes it, she distributes it. Okay. And then we're still looking into how we're going to get it to the other schools, which we're hoping to be getting into towards the beginning of the new year. Okay. I think that the whole self-confidence thing has been something that I've seen as a potential issue in not only myself at times, but other people as well. And I think I've always kind of wanted to figure out a way to help fix that and um through church I've also had a lot of motivation because I'm Catholic and so I'm very believing in God and like the help of others and how it's important that if you're given so much in life that you can appreciate you should be putting that back into the world because it's all of our jobs to like say okay today is the day that I help people like I'm not going to wait for somebody else to do something because when you see a problem and it becomes very relevant and you're even surprised by statistics or anything that you see or notice it's important that you take action on it and that you stand up for it even if you're shy like it's really important to like step up and take take leadership mm -hmm. because it's something that's not only going to impact you but impact so many other people and inspire other people to take action as well. Yeah, great. How does how does hide? So I hear you, self confidence, um, and that how important that is. How do hygiene products help self confidence? So. Um, I did a lot of research on it, and it's scientifically proven that homeless people are obviously less likely to be able to provide themselves with hygiene products, and hygiene products, um, hygiene in general, is very connected to body image, because if you, f like, I, when I forget to brush my teeth in the morning, I feel gross all day. <laughs> it's like, if I'm, if I'm greasy, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm day. having yeah. a bad day. No, it's yeah. not good at all. And so I'm like, I'm thinking about it, like, imagine having that, and then, not having anything you can do about it. Yeah. It's like that. I couldn't even imagine that. Like, I take it so for granted because I'm just like, oh, I'm always going to have a toothbrush at my house. It's mm -hmm. like some kids don't have that. Going back to self-confidence, you talked about, you know, how people will kind of come and go in their self-confidence. Yeah. You yeah, said that you sure. yourself have yeah. struggled with that because here, and I'm wondering if you discuss a way in which you've, that's been a challenge for you because I think when there are leaders... Yeah. Such as yourself. So we've established that, right? People watch <laughs> yes. Claire Peterson. And we're paying we're paying attention. Yeah. So I think when you have someone like that, it's pretty easy to be like, Oh well, Claire's just always yeah. fine. 
But you're saying that's not always been the case, or it not, isn't no, always the I case. And so, in what yeah. way, in what way have you, you know, has, has something been challenging for you? I mean, in what way have you? I think that everyone has had times in their lives where they've been self-conscious or have had problems with whatever it is that they have. And I think that I'm lucky to have the problems that I have because they could be way, way worse. Um, But I think that the same kind of mental struggles that I can have um, are almost more beneficial to have than not to have because if you're trying to be a leader and trying to show your passion by being able to relate to the other people in your lives and the people you're trying to touch with your project, it's very important to be able to relate. If you had a piece of advice to give to anyone, what would it be? Find your passion and devote yourself to it unapologetically. That's what I would say. That's what I would say to people. Because you got to find your motivation and then you got to devote yourself to it in a way that you're going to inspire other people to do the same to their passions. Because finding your passion is like the main thing in life. That's what you want to do for the rest of your life. And once you can find your passions, no matter where you are, even if your passions change, like that's fine. It's like finding that passion is the biggest struggle, I think. Because once you find it, you you can explore it. Like you can kind of like, you know, do whatever you want with it. Make it amazing. How did you do it? How did you find your passion? Now, the passion, like you said, might change. Yeah. But how did you find it? Um, I think the way that I found passion is through exploring. Like, just exploring myself. Exploring parts of me that I'm proud of. Parts of me I'm not proud of. Parts, my mistakes and my successes. Looking into what I enjoy and what truly brings me happy, happiness. And, like, what, what's going to lift me up? when I'm feeling down because at the end of the day it's what brings you that genuine joy that you have to stick with and things that bring you negativity is things you have to leave behind and so I think that my passions strive from my genuine happiness from those activities great really nice meeting you nice meeting you too okay thanks for being on the podcast thank you